0: I like some podcasts uh, that apologize for audio issues that are like better quality than anything i've ever recorded i'm like what you, what
1: shut <laughs> <It's>, up nerd <laughs> yeah right I, <laughs> like, I get that
0: you're like being professional etc or if it's like a company's podcast and you're like yeah, yeah, fine, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's but like hey,
1: yeah. lockheed martin like presents the mcdonald's hour or whatever sure
0: yeah i mean that's what i listen to all the time that's all i listen to it's it's like AI trip chip, uh, tips and tricks from uh, shell executives. Smart missiles, <laughs> smart yeah. missiles. Well, yeah, I mean, this is the thing. Those people, people do that. I, I yeah. was once contacted by a recruiter for BAE Systems, who are the manufacturers yeah. of like most missiles. Um, yeah, yeah. Them and Ray- Raytheon make like most of the rules. Anyway, but my yeah. well, response is just like, yeah, thanks for reaching out. Not, I'm not interested. Weapons manufacturer. And he was like, no, 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 but it's like, it's their cybersecurity division. I was like, no, I'm, I'm still, I'm all, I'm all right. Because, yeah. like, you know, I didn't want to be like, so by cybersecurity, you mean, you know, cyber offense. <laughs> <laughs> In practice, what you actually do is build tools to uh, take down other
1: countries' power stations. So I, <laughs> it's not. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, like, the, the worst I got with, like, I don't think weapon manufacturers have a huge need for like user experience designers but then again they're just Mm. big like money sinks so they'll just hire whatever but like they'll hire so many different types of people the 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 evil companies that i would get would always be um gambling uh uh, yeah yeah a lot of gambling yeah yeah so uh, um they all they're all in gibraltar
0: yes because there's no there's no rules in gibraltar there's um, no rules in
1: Gibraltar. Yeah, the so <laughs> CEO true. of this company is one of those monkeys on the rock. <laughs>
0: um
1: that was the whole whole
0: scandal with um the guy who was Chancellor in the UK for like three weeks, uh Zahari. Uh his he's the founder of yougov and the shell company that owns his stake in yougov is like yeah. his father's offshore company in Gibraltar, and I was like but isn't Gibraltar just in the UK? Like, no, no, again, it's it's one of the various other things they just maintain mm. as a tax haven. Um, even though it's not like Jersey where they like want like that there's a local government that's like would kick up an actual fuss if you took away their power. The Gibraltar local government has no stake nope. to be like. If the U if they caused a fuss with the UK, the UK'd be like, that's fine. You, Spain can have you back. <laughs> it's not Um <laughs> It's not. It's not quite the same same dynamic, but obviously, it's intentionally kept as a tax haven. So it's the yeah, it's yeah.
1: There's a, there's there's a lot of those like uh, the the UK has about like twelve of those going yeah. at any given time. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I, did I ever show you that the the like the index for um, uh, financial secrecy? The like <laughs> at some point the, I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it has like it highlights. All the things that are just like, yeah, but these are all, these all these things in the list are just controlled by the UK. So yeah. it was like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. America was up there because of like like Luxembourg and America are up there, obviously. Uh, Switzerland is a big one, and then just like a bunch of things in the top ten. I think it was like six out of ten were just like yeah. this is controlled by the UK. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, well, that's the thing. Yeah. You gotta
0: just you know, grade them on a curve, I suppose. Um, uh, let's open the podcast. Before we get into too much, financial this is trend. all
1: a podcast. <laughs> no, I know,
0: I know, I know. But I, I gotta, I've got, I've got to edit it into a coherent narrative. Sure, um, sure, sure, sure. Why, why cut up each of your words individually and create sentences?
1: <laughs> I love money crimes <laughs> and BAE systems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see that that that'll work. Thanks for saying it as a sentence. I didn't save me some legwork. The CEO of my Gibraltar shell company is a smart missile. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He's just so smart, but he's, he's very all smart.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he targets all of my acquisitions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. um. Hello and welcome to Dream Buddies, a podcast about dreams and the future vanguards of American fascism. Mm. Um, my, I'm Hugh. I'm one of the the dreamers, and I'm here with Kiran, the other dreamer.
1: I'm i I'm, I'm dreaming California dreaming.
0: California dreaming. Um, yeah. The uh, the uh, speaking of the future vanguards of American fascism. Uh, oh. Some of the fascists didn't get elected at the the, the the midterms, you know.
1: Oh man, I have I have ignored the US midterm election completely. <laughs> because yeah, yeah, No, no, that's not correct. Yeah, yeah that's not. Yeah, yeah,
0: I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. Because just like what at the snakes. same yeah.
1: the same time, the the latest episode of Corner Spady was about like the fake royals uh mm. of Europe and uh um on the night the results were coming in um Prince II, the second, the heir to the Albanian fake throne mm. royal family yeah. thing, was just going off and saying, like, ableist slurs <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm paying attention to this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing that, like, you know, the fake royals and, like, the weird Bonapartist people, they yeah. have no actual power other than, like, a weird amount of money they still manage to keep.
1: Whereas, like, yeah... Them, pain, yeah. yeah. Some of them get like uh um a tithe or whatever, they get like money from the government. That's like where the Serbians money come from. They're like yeah, being that one, paid. That's that's the most confusing because Yeah.
0: That's that's like quite a recent development, really.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sucks. That's just like <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a lot to be said about like nation building in the Balkans after the nineties and like all like a lot of wrong choices were made. <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 the, yeah. Uh, no, uh, absolutely. And you know, I'd say on the on the grand scheme of things, that's one of the lower stakes mistakes.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, the 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 negligible amount of money that you give to the 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 uh, um, fucking what's his name, Alexander and his children, I guess. Yeah, Alexander I'm always Alexander.
0: I think it's a it's an odd choice.
1: Yeah, but it's it's that cool Balkan Alexander, where instead of putting an X, you put a K and an S.
0: Oh, yeah, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, I see why they give him
1: money. <laughs> I mean, I'd I'd find it hard to argue against that, right? Yeah, just right. That. I mean, from the perspective of Serbian people, that's just really normal, but, you know, still. <laughs> yeah, but isn't he the one who you said doesn't speak Serbian? Oh, right? yeah, the, 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 yeah, none yeah. of the Serbian royal family have, like, are yeah. not good Serbian speakers, yeah.
0: I think the real power move for him would be... No, actually, no, the real power move for the government of Kosovo, would be to get him on side and say, do you want to be, we'll crown you king, actual king of Kosovo and legitimize yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your, uh, your royal status. And then yeah. we can claim Serbia as, as like a, a government in waiting, <laughs> which is obviously so, so, not what the Kosovo's want, but they'll be like, as a compromise, yeah. you can just recognize us and we'll stop
1: doing this. A baller move by Kosovo to actually just be like, no, no, no. Ser- Kosovo is in Serbia. Serbia is Kosovo. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, Serbia is Greater Kosovo. Um, we'll stop saying that if you just recognise us as a country, and then we'll yeah. we'll stop. And then I think I think that's a much better negotiating position. But you need the royals on side. We need to weaponize
1: the royals. Yeah. yeah absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, exactly. <laughs> what do they speak in Kosovo? Is there a local Kosovo language?
1: Serbian and Albanian
0: and i'll be oh, wait, yeah because yeah right yeah sure sure okay there well then albanian so they need too. to so they need to teach alexander um or alec zander with a k <laughs> um,
1: Just a um, huge glottal stop in between <laughs> those yeah. alec zander
0: yeah it's a a l k hyphen the um uh they need to teach him albanian to make him yeah. less Serbian is the real...
1: A famously yeah. easier language to learn. Famously. It's just... Yeah.
0: Uh, it's it's very well known. And um, I don't see any problems with this plan. No, um, it's foolproof. Speaking of grand plans, um, how are your dreams?
1: My dreams are good. Um, let's see, what have I done? I've um, I've outlined a story. I've done page planning for a first issue of a comic idea i'm working on um and i'm trying my best not to get completely sidetracked by research and world building and stuff yeah um, sure because yeah. <laughs> this one requires a bit of it and i probably have to have conversations with some friends of mine about like sensitivity training and stuff because sure um I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but the the overarching like setting on plot of this is that um, the working title at the moment is Southland, and it's this weird kind of idea that I a, a, a confluence of ideas I came across at the same time, um, which was I learned about the the Soviet false alarm nuclear incident in like 1983 84. Yeah. I can't quite remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And I was like, that's an interesting date. And stuff and like how close it came to, like, nuclear exchange and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm imagining a world where that happens. But then I'm also, uh, I recently came across a theory about, like, how mutually assured destruction would have played out in, in the Cold War uh, that I find very interesting. Although it's been, I think it's been debunked now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still, like, a fun setting. Which is because, basically ninety nine point nine nine percent of the targets are all in the northern hemisphere um the southern hemisphere would have been fine or like would have been able to continue on because right, the other thing yeah, is yeah. that like ocean currents and wind currents is what spreads this stuff and that's kind of like those are relatively isolated to certain parts of the hemisphere
0: uh um, yeah because you get you get like a, a lot of the a lot of the wind currents effectively like move away from the hot air right so the, yeah so that at the equator you tend to have cycles that kind of crest at the equator
1: yes um so then i was just kind of like what does a world look like where and then i just kind of imagined this world where like the northern hemisphere is completely gone completely untouchable you can't mm. uh, uh do it and then the southern hemisphere is like continuing by itself Mm -hmm. And that means researching a lot of cultures that I don't know a lot about. um, (laughs) Because it's like... Because, like, you you forget how far down the equator is. Yeah. Like, the entirety of Asia is gone. Like, the only thing that remains is, like, Indonesia. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have to look into, like, Africa, which is, like... My God, it's like an information black hole because years of racism, basically. Um, But, like, there's there's a lot of cultures there and stuff that I have to to learn about and it was like okay the and that was like things like okay the captain of the ship there's like piracy and stuff the captain of the ship is going to be uh um zulu so i'm going to learn a fuck ton about zulu culture and mm. she's going to name her boat after this one flower and then i look it up and it's like fuck the zulu word for that has a click sound in it i'm never <laughs> going to be able to pronounce the name of this ship yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. um things like that and a lot of like fun I've had a lot of fun times on like archive.org of like they have a very good library of uh, it's free to use of like travel documents and like old like lonely planet guides made Mm. in the 80s cool yeah of these various countries um and also like I had a fucked time reading a a a government prospectus from South Africa in the 80s oh no um (laughs) (laughs) because 80 South Africa is very very particular time for apartheid because it's very much like you know the writing's on the wall this shit's going to end soon yeah um like you can't keep this going so a lot of the prospectus is like actually South Africa is the most diverse country take Mm. that libtards of Europe and America or whatever like it's very (laughs) it's very weird part of their history but super interesting um yeah, I kind that, of, that's pretty that's pretty dark <laughs> it is really dark um i kind of write my way out of this being like okay all all governments in the southern hemisphere effectively co- like collapse it's all like city states and stuff like that and yeah, yeah well you
0: know? i guess i that's uh it makes sense in, in a lot of ways because you know uh there's a lot of governments like apartheid south Africa that you know the, the argument at the, at the time largely was well this this has largely been propped up by other like their supporters it would be untenable if they had no outside support Um, and that wouldn't come from the neighboring other countries that are also reliant on outside support Um, because if there is some sort of uprising then the local government isn't actually equipped to deal with it they would need to be only isolated incidents which would probably be unrealistic yeah
1: i was looking at like the the military capabilities of south africa and stuff like that and it's hugely dependent on like european weapons manufacturers and stuff like that so um yeah yeah, absolutely yeah i just go from first principles of just like it doesn't matter which hemisphere you knock out if you knock out one of them i think everything else falls into chaos or like a relative chaos um yeah and trying to control huge swaths of land just becomes impossible um yeah but i I've, I've i think i've made the world now i've made a um a creole pigeon language based off of like mixing indonesian spanish english and swahili together fun <laughs> yeah which is a lot of fun <laughs> uh and yeah i've i've managed to write like issue one of this i think so i'm gonna why i'm gonna keep going with that and i've got cool. character design i've got character names um yeah i have factions i have like the uk government in exile because i'm having fun with the idea that they're like basically the army is entirely in the falklands at this point (laughs) yeah if it it happened concurrently with the falklands
0: war right Mm. and then (laughs) and then they just the royal navy happens to be there and they're like
1: oh no (laughs) so yeah the falklands becomes like the uk in exile um that's that's quite funny um which also got like got very fun because i i got researching and reading um the only two newspapers that were ever published in the falklands mm. or like like ran and like i'm just going to like keep one of them because one of them is called the penguin um <laughs> which i'm like yeah i'm keeping that that's an adorable name for a newspaper um so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm keeping that, and it's actually like weird. Like their magic editor is like a uh, is a Corbin guy at the moment, so it's like the current version of the Penguins quite left wing. Ah. and it's well. like the only like the other one shut down, the other newspaper that used to be run out of the Falklands. It's not like the only like actual <laughs> Falklands paper. That's quite funny.
0: I, I quite like yeah. that. It's quite quite amusing. The um, <laughs> the Penguin. That's really good. The <laughs>
1: Yeah um, the uh, um yeah um Danny also I got is the penguin. Yeah, I also because, got distracted by watching a lot of like videos of people uh, um very long videos about like f- Zanzibar food, food from Zanzibar. Ooh. Yeah, looks real good. It's a lot of, like it's a lot of shellfish naturally. But like oh, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, really want to go to Zanzibar now? I think that's the that's the main takeaway from my research is I I'd like to go to Zanzibar now. <laughs>
0: Uh that's, yeah that, that's a good idea. I don't um <laughs> I don't know a lot about Sansor.
1: Mm it's just other, it's, other
0: than its rough location. <laughs>
1: yeah I love roughly where it is on the map. Yeah. Um yeah. it's very pretty looking it's a lot of history and stuff like that. Um mm. and yeah it just it just seems really cool. Um But yeah I've done a lot of research on that. I think I've made a, a fair amount of progress and I am loading it to um like fake trades um a a trade in a comic is like I think what most people think of a comic is a, is what you would call a trade, like those issues of spider man that are like floppy and they're only like yeah. Yeah, thirty yeah. pages long, yeah, yeah, and like almost like eight to ten of those pages is like the ad and the cover and stuff like that, so yeah. it's like only twenty two pages of story, so I'm just mm-hmm. going to like even though I'm not going to ever release these as trades, I'm just like putting yeah. a hard limit on it and saying yeah like,
0: it's nice to have a format i think to fit something yeah. into for just both for limiting yourself and also just it means you don't need to rethink it at all and you kind of have a like a a rough like yeah amount of time you need to finish finish a finish an issue in but i guess yeah. people people i think think of them as issues even though i appreciate people who are into comics probably know what you mean
1: <laughs> yeah well it's it's um I mean, the other thing that I've been doing since we last spoke is I've actually gotten into um, a podcast called, what's it called? Yeah, G- uh, um, GNTK, Graphic Novel TK, which is, like, Ooh. an industry comics ah, right. yeah, uh, yeah. A thing. It's, it's gone basically dead now. They do, like, very sporadic updates. Um because like i think the they started in the pandemic the that's, a, that's something that happened with a lot of the pandemic podcasts is they'd like stopped when the pandemic kind of stopped <laughs> yeah people They're are really... like
0: people realize they don't actually have enough time to maintain it it's the, <laughs> it's the yeah
1: yeah and um but it is very good and it's good at explaining a lot of terms and how things work and stuff mm. um but yeah that's why i learned the like actual industry definition of uh um comic or trade or floppy as it might be called versus graphic novel and wait no hang on uh i'm getting this wrong yeah sorry it's like comic or floppy then there's a trade then there's a graphic novel and trades are comics or issues that have been compiled into like here's x-men 1 to 20 in like one right point.
0: okay yeah, yeah Yeah. that makes sense yeah okay that, yeah so it makes, like that makes more sense to have a separate term for it
1: because like those are important because one of the things they pointed out when i was learning about this that i was like never realized before but it's 100 percent true you never get comics or like floppies like actual individual issues in a bookstore bookstores will only carry trades and graphic novels
0: Oh, oh right okay yeah well yeah that makes sense I suppose
1: you have to go to like a comic shop to get yeah, yeah
0: to, to get individual individual issues yeah that makes yeah. sense yeah i guess like it's just not the format they'd no um because also the, the, the i guess well <laughs> it's probably different now but i suppose the historic reason was probably like the price per floppy issue would be low and the bookstore is like this might not be <laughs> No, it's not viable, yeah, yeah yeah, viable for us to do because the cust- the customer base for this is like uh more specialist, I suppose the people who buy the books,
1: yeah, and like comic shops have these things built into like catering for them and stuff like they do what like pull folders or whatever, like mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. you can go into a comic shop and say, like I'm Hugh, I'd like you to set aside every new issue of like Spider-Man yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff or marvel stuff and yeah and then you come in yeah. and you buy them in bulk
0: yeah but i would never say that because comics are for nerds
1: yeah that's is... right <laughs> <laughs> anyway how's, how's your dream going
0: <laughs> uh yeah um yeah i uh there are some so basically i took we took a little bit of a a little bit of a pause on a game jam Which was good, which we we, I think we're gonna try to do every year because it's quite good to like fresh what you're thinking about. So the thing, yeah, we're still working on is the towel game. Mm. Um, I'm most not very much progress has been made lately. I did a bunch in the last few days. I've got it to a state where I think I might almost have a bill like a demo level that I might get some feedback from people on, which is good. Yeah, Um, because basically the gameplay loop is there. That's which is cool, uh, <laughs> which it wasn't. Like, it wasn't really like a couple of weeks ago. There's a whole like intro sequence section. So I think I explained to you before the concept of the of the game was that you'd have like very short vignettes or like dialogue yes. bits. Then you throw a towel at somebody <laughs> and have, to, have to escape a room or a building or something. So the yeah. demo level is like you're in an office and you're giving a presentation. Someone asks you a question they're like your graph doesn't explain this this point could you elaborate on that further but you have no dialogue option to actually answer the question because you don't know the answer um so you can either continue the dialogue loop indefinitely or eventually you have to you have to say uh mm. you just throw the towel at somebody so i have like some basic animations of npcs that like uh or inter- react to all this stuff uh they chase you very very sensibly they'll all the pathing works pr- pretty well which is great mm. um or what else what else have I done with it that recently? Um, yeah, we we finally got like a system in place to kind of build levels in like a templating way. So the issue we were having for a while was like there's a basically like a grid map system in the game engine we're using Godot. Which is mm. is quite good. I in the new version of Godot, they they basically agreed that they're going to make it an entirely new one because they're like the grid map system doesn't work properly. It's <laughs> like, excuse me, <laughs> what are you talking about? I think it's fine. And then they made a bunch of points about why it's not fine. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, fine, okay, I see your point, sure. <laughs> but anyway, it's too. We need we need to finish the game with the current version, which is one of the reasons we want to get through and finish it so we can start doing new stuff on the new better system. But uh, yeah, my um. Uh, co-creator Elliot made this good tool to like change all the textures so that we Mm. don't need to like make a new tile set for every type of level there's like a skin for the office that we can replace easily which is quite nice that's not like a feature that's built in we need to make that Um, that's all yeah so that's all good in theory there's like a demo level mostly in place um, which is great the game jam was really good fun though because uh, I we (laughs) ended up making a prototype of uh the the thing on uh, the last time we talked i suggested as a joke game um which was uh john madden presents
1: uh, yes yes di- yes, di- yes dinosaur combat <laughs> john Madden's, yeah well the, the concept was um if i remember correctly from the last episode was literally just like being able to do the thing that happens on American sports TV where you like yes. circle stuff and yeah move it. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah.
0: so that's the bit that I got working
1: completely mm. so
0: basically it's a strategy the idea is a top-down strategy game uh, with a very simple map and the, the the premise of it is you can't make real-time decisions what you have to do is pause the game effectively like calling a timeout American football st- or uh, basketball style <laughs> And then you look at the map, and you you circle units you want to go, and then mm. draw that draw their intended trajectory. So yeah, you circle a bunch of units, draw that that way. Circle a bunch of units, draw draw them, loop around the other way, and flank that way. And then yeah. you unpause. the idea would be in, like that's you giving like your orders to your second in command, who then passes on yeah. to the troops. And inevitably, there's an amount of inaccuracy involved
1: in this <laughs> because
0: you're like, if you draw two like semi-sort of overlapping circles, what is the unit going to do? And it's not necessarily obvious. But the whole thing of the drawing circles, the the map detecting which uh, which units have been encompassed in the circle you've drawn, and yeah. then creating a pa- like a pa- a pathing system from the line you drew to do the pathing that all works, and the units all follow the path there's like a kind of follow the leader mechanic where yes. uh, like one unit picks it and they all follow, follow the one that goes that way. That all works great. And there's like a very basic units do damage to each other the system. It occurs to me that the AI for this game would be relatively tricky to make, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited to do that next <laughs> after the tower <laughs> game. And I guess this is something we talk about every once in a while is, uh, yeah, the difficulty of like not, starting some th- a new project uh, um, mm. and getting distracted because so I was very tempted after we did that to, I got very busy of work so I didn't really have a lot of time for uh, game stuff for a couple of weeks anyway and then yeah. after that after that period was ending I was like, oh, I should really get back to the tile game or I could continue mm-hmm. working on my on my stu- stupid prototype because the prototype we made it with little tanks because um, the way I tricked uh, my, <laughs> my game company friend in- into this was um uh i didn 't tell him it was a dinosaur game. I was like top down I, I was like i can 't layer it make a tit t- line too silly, so I just yeah. said it was a um I was just like imagine you your tanks and you just like you know send your orders in like this John He's like, yeah oh, that's, that's a good idea and then after we made the prototype, I was like, so what if we replace all the tanks with dinosaurs and <laughs> it was like <laughs> called Dino sports or something
1: Dino sports
0: <laughs> yeah, Dino sports and I think i think the idea would be like yeah you you press the like give orders button 2d dinosaur like sprite comes onto screen and it's and is like what do you need me to do coach <laughs> <laughs> and then all the velociraptors have machine guns i mean i think it'd be great i think it's a great idea i think it's a yeah it's a winner really it's there um the control scheme does work though which is great um there That's were great. Obviously, yeah there are some some issues with it like uh if you draw like not like you don't need to draw a perfect circle obviously it it does do some interpolation to work out like if you draw like a like a c it'll fill the circle in for you but Mm -hmm. there's there's like some amount of like error going on there where the algorithm i have to work out the shape isn't perfect and i i don't know there's like there's an amount of uh fixing of that we can do but uh, I may have overcomplicated the code, but it's fine. It works currently. It's not. Mm. It's not. Not too slow. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's the it's the problem of um uh it's like even though it's top down, everything moving is in three D. Just because I find that easier to work for the physics. That might be a mistake though. Anyway, it's besides the point. But it means that to do the drawing and then to work out what units you've selected, it's basically yeah. like making a shape constructing it like a collision object projected down in that shape and then seeing what collides with it which i'm sure there's a more straightforward way of doing it but that's uh that's it yeah so the towel game i might send you a build of the towel game soon to in the next like few weeks and uh, get some feedback sent to you and some other people uh because That'd be nice. it'd be quite nice to be finished with that because while there were long periods where i didn't do any work on it it's a lot. I think it's a lot of the way there, and I'd be quite keen to just finish it up and uh, get it out. It'd be quite, quite good.
1: Or bad? Who knows? <laughs> no, it'd be great. I like the idea of raptor sports and dinosaur sports. This is a great element that you've added to this. Yeah, I think. Um,
0: yeah, I think. It's, yeah, this is the thing. I'm currently because it's new and fresh in my mind. I'm like dinosaur sports is just a solid winner. I think I just gotta <laughs> gotta gotta get to that because. Who wouldn't love that?
1: That would be great, yes. I think I like I can do artwork for it. I feel like it it should have like a um like a Sega Genesis style art cover where it's like this painted picture of a raptor dunking a basketball. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that's the kind of art style I want in the
0: in the game as well. Is like (laughs) the UI for when you're doing the commands. I think it'd be really handy. It'd be really funny. If there was like a Sega Genesis, like paint, like that kind of, like, yeah, painted dinosaur with like a speech bubble. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, like, well, no, the classic tradition of the form of a Sega Genesis artwork for your game is that the artwork on the box looks nothing like what the actual game is.
0: Yeah, yeah no, I, I know that, but I think I think that would work very well in the game. It's okay, like, stat, like static. Uh, oh know, right, yeah, 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 so yeah. It's like moving like, on, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, like dating sim style, but instead of a dating <laughs> sim, it's it's like a dinosaur combat game that, that no. all the dinosaurs consider is sports. <laughs> Scope creep. <laughs>
1: Scope creep. You play the coach of this team, and there are yeah. several romance options with various players.
0: Yeah. See, this is the thing. Once, like the core mechanic, I'm telling you, is like it's not done, but it's done. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so now is the time to start making art for the uh, dinosaur romance options. Um, yes, absolutely. Any, as you know, any as a as a enjoyer of sports games, any good sports game needs a plot and yeah, romance in, options. Yeah. In no way are the plots ever detracting from or a pro- problematic insert to the actual game.
1: <laughs> I think I think you should be able to flirt with your players and uh uh if you give them gifts or flirt correctly, they get like mm. stat bonuses on the field.
0: Yeah, this is all great idea. I think that's that's perfect. Um and what do <laughs> dinosaurs love? They love goats. They love eating goats. Jurassic Park told <laughs> us Goals. this. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like a box of goats, like it's box a box of goats. chocolate. Yeah, both, <laughs> but it's just like pieces of it. lamb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's um.
0: I like, think that's great. Yeah, but the thing, so when I, I the, I, the only, the only issue with it is that like making it, um, having it as like ranged combat is a lot easier. So I think the dinosaurs all have to have like rifles Guns. or something. Yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. which is fine. I'm fine with this.
1: It's like a what? What's that one? What's that like a, um, the Olympic sport that has like shooting a part of it? Like it's like skiing and then they're shooting and then there's it's, like uh, yeah, a the pentathlon. Something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like that. Yeah, but it's yeah, happening yeah. all at once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think the the, co- the, key, the core thing is that the dinosaurs treat it like a sport. Yes, but it's it's clearly it's clearly combat.
1: The Olympic Committee is no stranger to guns. So true. That's just so yeah. true. Um, or like you could you could do like a FIFA commentary where like the sport has been added to the Olympics via like a a huge uh, a corruption scandal with dinosaur country.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be yeah. great. that would be that would be really good. Yeah. I- Elon Nublar is uh <laughs> it's, it's an, unfortunately he's, uh got deep pockets and it's uh yeah,
1: bribed, yeah, yeah. Bribed fossil fuels. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's all
0: it's, it's all fossil fuels and dinosaur eggs are very valuable.
1: Um, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so this is I uh, well, I'm very excited about this. Uh I I do need to finish the towel game first because mm. I've spent too much time on it. Um and specifically, I've spent too much time on like the mechanic, getting the mechanics to work, and they yeah, they yeah, most yeah. they mostly work, so I should just finish the game that fits around the mechanics. I feel like me and you have the opposite problem, which is you spend a lot of time doing world building stuff, yeah, and a lot of yeah i I often get to the level design bit of making a game, and I'm like, I don't want to do this." <laughs> Even though no. I've, made, I've made all the tech for it and the um, and like menus and stuff, and then it's just. Oh, I need, you, I need to write dialogue for this section. Nah, mm. don't want to do that. What are these characters' motivations? I don't know. I called him te- placeholder office man one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's maybe concerned. His life isn't going anywhere. He feels like he's he's got like a dead end job. It's like it's yeah. like it's Neo from the beginning of the first Matrix. Like, well, so that's the that,
0: that exactly that's the uh, inspiration
1: for the tell game. Yes, exactly. There you go. He's,
0: Neo is escaping from the office, and everyone in the office is trying to be like Mr. Anderson.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: but in this, they just run at you and then try and grab you.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Um... I think the, the main thing I'd like to talk about today mm. is I read a bunch of comics, and I want to oh, yeah. talk about them. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, go on. I'm so sorry. It's just going to be a lot of, like, me talking about comics. No, that's, that's
0: great. I, I, I love when you tell me about comics because I'm often initially confused and then delighted by the, by, by the outcome. And it's the kind of thing where I don't have the mental patience to read comics. I', do, I mm. something about the format that just doesn't click. With my brain for something that, uh, for something that I would like the plots of, like when we were talking about X Men yeah. a while, ago, like a, like a year ago, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was like two <laughs> ago. Yeah, that sounds that sounds great. The the current state of X Men being like the weird X Men country, Israel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just like that sounds like a really good plot, but do do I want to read the comic? I I feel like I just can't get over the the hump to do it
1: no absolutely and i i think to be honest like the 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 long-running like marvel or dc series are just like a beast in and of themselves where like yeah you don't like like a huge part of like the currency of those comics is um kind of like withholding knowledge i guess almost Mm. it's just like if you if you don't know how to the currency is like the knowledge of like what happens and when to start and stuff like that that's like what you need to have to be hired to work in a comic book shop like that's the stereotype of like yeah. comic book guy in the simpsons yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, 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 yeah that kind of stuff is yeah difficult to uh parse and deal with and sometimes it's bullshit because it's not worth dealing with <laughs> no I've exactly gone.
0: yeah it's like oh you don't understand this bit of canon and you're like but this this run of this comic ignores that anyway so it doesn't yeah. matter I was like, yes, but there's a reference to it in this panel, and you won't understand this page at yeah. all. If yeah, you know, like, oh, I can't. I just I understand if this is your thing, this is great. But I just it's um, it's unfortunately just not my thing, and therefore it's yeah impenetrable.
1: Um, it it's it's it is uh, um not worth it a lot of the time to be honest. Um, because so okay, so the 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 launching platform for me reading a bunch of these comics is the um the Eisner Awards mm. which in the western world is like the biggest comics awards yeah uh, out there um and they kind of heavily lean towards uh, naturally enough towards the duopoly towards these two companies yeah and yeah. that just kind of sucks to be honest mm-hmm. because it's it's a bit like I don't know I don't really know how to explain it other than just like there's a lot of people who claim like super interesting stuff is happening in these spaces, and then I just I read the these things and I just don't see it. Um, so I get a bit annoyed with that, and I really try to to avoid it. Like one of the one of the thoughts I had between this episode and last was I might start like some sort of reviewing, like Substack or YouTube channel or something that basically wants to t- like talks about comics but refuses to touch mainline Marvel and DC yeah Um, because like that doesn't exist like that's the thing that's really annoying because like these comics that don't are not in those worlds are really popular and stuff like that but every time you want to learn about comics you have to like swallow that pill as well I couldn't find anyone that talks about comics that like made it a rule to not include Marvel and DC plenty of people do the opposite where they'll only talk about Marvel or only talk about DC yeah 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 yeah. Oh that's like both. that's a
0: full time thing anyway like that's there's so much yeah. of it right like yeah
1: absolutely you can you you have enough content there um but yeah it was very hard trying to like le- le- get get into this world and trying to find the places that exist to talk about this stuff mm-hmm. but um Eisner Awards was a good place to start and I found that super interesting and there's a lot of stuff in there that was quite good and uh I, I, I read a fair amount of. Um so comic that won Best Limited series was really, really good was called The Good Asian. Mm-hmm. And um really interesting story about like the first uh um first member of the police force in the US who was Asian, mm-hmm. like East Asian in appearance. Yeah. Uh, this is When's it set? It's set before, I think it's set before both World Wars. It's, like, turn of the century. Hmm. It might have been after World War One, like, Roaring Twenties. Yeah, right. Um, But, like, it's very much, like, the era of... The, the comic's are very good at explaining, like, the Chinese Exclusion Act in California. Mm-hmm. And then, like, how that, when that was repealed, it brought in a quota that was, like, 12 new Chinese people can come a year, basically. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. yeah, like it wasn't like there wasn't this triumphant, like it was stru- struck down and then things were normal. Um, but you know, like the main character is this, like, a uh, uh, Chinese cop, a uh, Chinese American cop from uh, Hawaii. Mm. And it did its research quite well. It was like in Hawaii, this wasn't a problem. Like yeah, they yeah, would yeah. hire. Uh, but in California it was and there was like no Asian cops and then it's like he goes to California to like do a kind of a private investigation I won't spoil anything after that but it's super interesting depiction of like the Chinese American community in California and like the weird racism and problems you had with that Um, yeah really really good series it's like 10 issues long I enjoyed that a lot
0: yeah yeah. that's nice that's a nice length actually that's yeah yeah that's that's what like a hundred ish pages
1: 200 about that yeah yeah Yeah. something like that um the next one i read was an indian comic uh that got nominated for best limit got nominated for limit best limited series Mm. uh which was the many deaths of Layla star um which is about reincarnation and poetry and um, it's a very funny premise of just like the like Hindu god of death has been mm. fired because because <laughs> um, the they're like the guy who invents immortality has been born. Ah, um, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're just like we don't need you anymore. We're downsizing. That's <laughs> uh, but then she like goes to Earth and yeah. tries to get rid of this guy. Yeah. Uh, right. This, As you would. Yeah. I
0: mean, that's totally, totally reasonable.
1: Um, super beautiful story It ends with a lot, of, like, a lot of poetry That made me look up Is this poetry real um, And it's not It was just like the author oh, right. it nice. And putting yeah, it under yeah. like a fake Like a, a fake author or whatever mm-hmm. um, It's all set in It is all set in India But all set in different parts of India It's very good at making India look Like beautiful and attractive And like a really interesting place Which I'm mm-hmm. sure it is But like you need Media that can do that, yeah. Um, so those are like those are two strong recommendations. Um, then I read a bunch of stuff that got nominated. That's like crap. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I have to just actually. Uh, this has been a long time ago, so I just have to Google one of them because I literally just uh, I wrote <laughs> yeah. down the names. Yeah, I and... forced it out of
0: my mind because it was so bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Actually, no, this one is, this one was decent. Um, this one is like an ongoing series. Mm. Uh, so it's like issues and doesn't seem to like, it will go for a long time. It's not like a limited series. Yeah. Um, unlike the other two I talked about, like they all kind of lasted like a year or whatever. Cause it was like a new one a month. Mm-hmm and the, the author and the people publishing was very like yeah there's only going to be like 10 issues of this. Yeah yeah. Like you right. know getting into it that it's only going to last a while. This one's called um Bitter Root and it's about like basically a form of um it's kind of like creating a um black american mythology again hmm. set in the roaring 20s. It's interesting there seems to be like a lot of like fascination with that kind of like setting um, and it's basically like a monster zombie apocalypse that happens because people get taken over when they're hateful and stuff like that and it's about like the uh, various race conflicts and stuff Yeah. yeah. All right. um, and then there's just like a very old um, black American family that seems to be the only people on the continent who know how to deal with this because it's like a they say like it's a African kind of like magic that came over The slave trade and stuff. It's it's fun. Uh, um, I got to the end of like the first arc or whatever. It didn't keep my interest, but like it's very well made. It's beautiful to look at, and I don't know. Give it give it a go. Um, I wouldn't. Okay, but then the rest are kind of like disappointing. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This one was nominated for best ongoing series, Mm -hmm. and. It's called The Truth Department That's um, not, I
0: don't like that name That's a- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
1: It's For me It's like the whole point of it Is it's trying to be very current mm. And I think it's failing in, in, in a lot of that way Or, like, or it has a very poor understanding So It's basically about things like It's about QAnon effectively Sure Um but the conceit of this world is that there is a, a very secretive department in the US government called the truth department um that kind of realized that um they they reference something in buddhist mythology i can't quite remember but the idea is that you can like you can shape the world if you get enough people to believe a certain truth mhm um and this is like a magic that's always been eternal like they have like a backstory where like the uh, um, what is it? The like the Roman Empire, uh, basically lost control of this magic and like ended, like ended like sooner or like ended later than people remember or something like that because like the new powers in Europe had to get rid of the remnants of the Roman Empire and things like that. Uh-huh. Uh, so they they invented a new calendar that basically lied and said the Roman Empire had been gone for longer and things like that. Sure. And it's like it's super interesting and in that in like that that it plays with is kind of interesting and the people who are propagating like like the sandy Hook they have like references to the sandy Hook, like false flag conspiracy mm. and things like that, and it's um and it's interesting in that sense, but like it doesn't really have a lot to say about this like current moment where people are like gravitating towards conspiracy, uh um, yeah, yeah, right,
0: it's more just like wouldn't it be weird if
1: <laughs> mm. and um also. I I really hate the art style. Um, yeah,
0: I that's, that's often I like that's a, You know, the dual thing of, with with comics is that like people have very different art styles and they either gel with you or they don't. This might be obviously some people like really like this and then you know gave it gave it nominated for awards. So this yeah you know, I guess yeah
1: it's it's got this very like I'm gonna I'm gonna copy and paste yeah show me chair. a show me an art um paste it in there now it's got this very like grainy uh, uh, um, style It awful it also uses a lot of like photo collage and stuff hey, uh,
0: right okay yeah that's a lot
1: <laughs> yeah and the, it kind of does use it in an interesting way because like mm-hmm. as reality is shifting um it's about like this new recruit into the Department of Truth and when things get crazier or when he gets closer to something or someone trying to change the fabric of reality to like mm-hmm. something else, things the the drawing and art style gets more like chaotic and scratchy and claustrophobic and stuff like that. They are yes. using it for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they go into one of the character's origin stories, um, in the department and he's basically been there since like Roswell and he mm-hmm. was like he kind of joined in on the whole like UFO conspiracy stuff that happened in the fifties, yeah. and they drew everything kind of like the fifties, uh, like Fallout, bo- like uh, um, mm-hmm. Fallout game series, kind of like art style of like thick lines, bright colors, and half tones and stuff like that. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because it was like set in the fifties, yeah. and when they did that for one arc, I was like, this is much better to look at and like much better at conveying the <laughs> story. Yeah. Um yeah, I I don't know. I just kind of got a bit annoyed with it after a while. Um the the next there's like two others that I read that were nominated, um Radiant Black and Ultra Mega, which mm-hmm. Radiant Black is like a Power Rangers subversion story that I don't think is doing enough with that theme. Yeah. I won't really say much more about that. And Ultra Mega is also kind of like a Power Rangers kaiju oh. story that's not doing enough with that theme. I mean, Power Rangers was also about kaijus. They just get in the Megazord and fight the kaiju. Yeah, yeah whatever. exactly. Like, yeah, this, this, yeah the, make the monster like, grow. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, the I feel like they don't need it. there doesn't need to be any more Power Rangers subversion stories because there's already, you know... Both Evangelion and uh, and mm. the uh, the mid twenty tens Power Rangers reboot film.
1: I never saw that. You insisted it was good. I never, I never watched it. I might watch that like tonight or something. <laughs> Are you sure? Um, didn't, we,
0: didn't we go see it in the cinema together? No, because you lived in London. <laughs> but didn't you visit me in London? when We went to go see Power Rangers. I'm pretty sure this happened. No. <laughs> Why did I see it in the cinema then?
1: <laughs> you saw it with other people. I think you saw it with, like, yeah, our friends. Other people, stuff. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but
0: why did I go see it as a Russian,
1: Because it was back when we had our old show, and you thought it would be relevant to, like, discuss and stuff.
0: But why didn't you go see it then?
1: Oh, because you watched it and said it was really good, and, and I also have, like, oppositional defiant disorder, that when people tell me a show's good, I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um but you, you also do make a very good point because evangelion is a subversion of that genre um but it stands at its own so well that it, like i don't think people think of it that way um yeah but i think
0: that's because like me for a lot of people it's like the anime they've seen and therefore they're like they don't understand that like as in they're not they're not into gundam so they yeah
1: yeah yeah so yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, I had a a, a friend over recently. Where we were watching. We were watching all the like Netflix Christmas films with the fake yeah. European countries in it, uh-huh. and that was a lot of fun. But we were scrolling through Netflix, and one of the things on Netflix was um, Madoka Magic High. It has like a very long like Latin title. It's a mm-hmm. it's an anime, and it's like really really good. But it is like this person, my friend, had does not watch anime. Does not have like mm-hmm. a lot of familiarity. I was like. You cannot watch Magical Magic Eye without being familiar with like the magical girl genre because the whole yeah. point of that show <laughs> is like it's a subversion of it, and you yeah you need to have that familiarity with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's
0: it's a similar it's it's, it, it's not the same, but it's a very similar problem to the. Uh, like so. This uh long-running Marvel series only makes sense if you've read these three other long-running Marvel series from like a, a while ago. You need to have watched Card Captain Sakura to understand yeah. this. Netflix, this current Netflix show, and you're like, but but is is this on Netflix? Oh no, it's not. No, you have to like f- source it elsewhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like- so I think that I think the thing with it though is like, it works in Japan yeah. because yeah, like, yeah.
0: it's m- more typical of a, a plot like a plot format that's in a lot of popular culture it's not just yeah
1: yeah like there's like there's like superhero subversion like movies and tv shows and stuff like you could show someone from like the us who's never watched like a marvel film you could probably show them the boys and they would still get it because there's just so much of that like superhero yeah, yeah, stuff permeates uh, uh, uh,
0: absolutely yeah exactly
1: yeah that they get the gist of it like you can do that with madico magic guy because like like, they sell Sailor Moon shit to kids in Japan and stuff like that. And there's big billboards and whatever and stuff. So you, you kind of, like, pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, with both of those uh, um, comic series I mentioned, I found them very boring and very paint-by-numbers and very, like, trying to be kind of like Marvel DC properties. Right. Um, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, like, the subversion with Ultra Mega in particular, the subversion was... What if things were just a bit more gross and violent? And I'm just like, that's not really a fun subversion. Um, <laughs> like, no, that's just uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's quite funny. The but I
0: suppose um, yeah, I suppose you could just Photoshop in blood to Power Rangers. Then that'd be fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was more like gross out stuff there. Like the 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 powers in Ultra Mega were not like you know a suit or whatever. It was like there was some sort of like gross out transformation kind of thing sure okay
0: so it was more like um, animorphs (laughs) a
1: little bit like everything yeah Um, but I guess it kind of leads to the wider point or like my wider criticism of it's just like it was just all aesthetic Hmm. like everything they were bringing to the subversion of the genre was purely aesthetic Um, anyway the I think the worst thing I read all in all (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was the worst thing i read all in all that got nominated as well was on um was a comic called not all robots and um first of all it was the thing again where like the art stuff pissed me off hmm. because it was it's all photo traced uh photo and like right, 3d yeah, yeah. yeah um and you can tell um yeah, I don't even think you have to have like a big art background to really tell that's what's happening. But like mm-hmm. things were like, it was like deliberate style, deliberate style choice for everything to be traced. Um, what do you mean? Do you mean like Scanner Darkly style or something? Yeah, almost, like, right. almost like Scanner Darkly. I guess actually, because like yeah. Scanner Darkly is more impressive because it's a film, I think. But like, yeah, yeah. but the way they did that, was, static they, they image,
0: paint. Yeah, they paint over the. Over the the, film, the the film cells. Yeah, yeah, and that's, yeah, yeah. yeah, each frame.
1: That's called rotoscoping. um, And it's like super interesting because, again, you're making it move, but um, not all robots kind of just look like it It looked cheap, basically, Uh, because,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. right.
1: um, As you can probably tell from the story, robots are involved. Mm. um, And they're obviously done with 3D, and then like the people that are there are like traced pictures of people. Okay. Um. anyway uh, and also the way they were doing like panels was kind of like I don't know very digital I didn't really like it mm-hmm. Um, the setting of it was like climate catastrophe has been slightly mitigated by robots uh, but everyone lives in these like bubble cities because the climate like the air is unbreathable blah 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 yeah. uh, but all basically all jobs bar like management is done by robots Mm -hmm. oh they they make like one joke that like the only job available to humans now is like hairdressers because no one wants the like giant scissors machine like (laughs) robot next to your (laughs) (laughs) head um Yeah, yeah yeah um and it's about like so like the robots like look like robots or whatever like big clunky machines but they have like full human sentence they can get depressed even like they have emotions and shit mm-hmm. um and they're doing all the jobs and like there's this one incident where like a robot fucks up the air quality and like accidentally poisons the entire sit, like the entire bubble city of Orlando and like all the humans die oh, no. um That's not and like happen. he's basically he goes on trial and let off with like a warning or whatever or like um and it was at that point that I realized that all of this was like a metaphor for like BLM and American race relations hmm. where like robots are the white people uh and humans are black people and it it got very it got very into a bright situation where it's like well the history of this doesn't really work no because like, they're
0: saying that the, the, the they do all the labor so it's not <laughs>
1: yeah yeah there's like bits like that um and like they try to extend that to kind of like the situation of like unemployment and poverty in america just disproportionately affects black people and people of color um but like it just it's got like a really clunky metaphor because like if you remember bright the the reason why everyone hated the orcs in bright in the will smith orc movie was that like they sided with the dark lord like there was an original sin which is anyone knows their history not really the case with black Mm. people in america (laughs) there wasn't like they weren't they didn't like do something to be like deserve slavery or like contempt or racism or whatever yeah yeah yeah. so that's why that like metaphor got really kind of gross um and again there was like a a similar thing going on here where like um there was like well like black people didn't invent white people and then the white people took over <laughs> like, <laughs> right. uh, well I think you know if
0: you're if you're saying that um uh like whiter skin color are from people who migrated from uh, uh. Equator north, <laughs> you could say you could say in a way in a very 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 tenuous uh tenuous way, yeah you could say what is evolution if not invention
1: yeah it's it's an um, invention
0: that's that's what you would say
1: <laughs> um yeah it was, it was a very it's a very strange situation, and like there was this thing where like the humans all, a lot of the humans get to like just live uh um not really lives of leisure but they're just kind of like kept they have apartments and they can just like go about and they get allowances and do shopping and stuff like that and it's like that's and like that's not comparable mm. to like anything no. um yeah, yeah. and I, like and every family gets assigned a robot that basically makes money for them um like the robots are getting paid, but that money then goes to the family or whatever um okay. yeah it it's very- it was very dumb, mm. and i I it hurts that it was nominated for something because it was like um other than like having some decent satire about like the american justice system not working like if you there's just like little moments where like the robot who kills everyone in florida just like puts on like a nice chassis and like the lawyer like the lawyer robot coaches him about how he has to look nice in front of the judge robot and stuff (laughs) like that and he literally walks in and like plugs his defense in which is like a usb key And then, like, walks out, like, minutes later with, like, a um, deemed innocent kind of, like, in in the court thing. And, like, literally the the people, the humans protesting him going in are, like, there five minutes later, like, protesting him coming out. And, like, that as a little vignette is just, like, a decent satire of just, like, American justice system when racialized or whatever. But then when you try to extend it further and make this the whole world, it's just, like fuck off <laughs> yeah I
0: the thing the context around it doesn't really quite work as yes you know no you mean.
1: i think also as well
0: because it's like um obviously i've not read it but i think that's often true when you try and do like uh futures where there's like high automation with lots of like humanoid robots doing things mm. it's quite clunky, clunky to do unless your story is like really not about that and it's not like kind of sort of about that most of the time, but
1: yeah, <laughs> sometimes yeah. not.
0: It's like, did you play um, the the Quantum Dream Robot game? Uh, Detroit become human?
1: Oh, I I no no, I'd never played it, and I never watched a walkthrough or anything. I've just seen like a couple of screenshots or whatever. So I played it, and right,
0: uh, I I think in a lot. Well, <laughs> Quantum Dream apparently has a lot of like workplace harassment problems, but yeah. that that aside, as a game. I, it's like quite a good game but like like the things they're trying to it's a similar problem the things they're trying to say with the plot are a bit like are are, are very ham-fisted because yeah. effectively biz part part of the issue is that because it's like a, a choice-based game you're like there's a lot of content we need to make that people a lot of players won't see so the bit where we have like a protest that was completely avoidable because you could have made choices s- ages ago to have this scene not happen at all (laughs) therefore therefore it's like a really clunky pre like pre reason for like how it's organized stuff like that but like like, again it has a similar similar vibe of like there's vignettes in this where the thing you're trying to do of of well it's kind of the opposite in this because it's the machines are kind of the uh um persecuted group there's like a Mm. there's a really good thing where you're trying there's like a really one really good ending for one of the characters which i because i'm spoiling Detroit become human (laughs) <laughs> it's uh, uh There's like a re there's a there's what well, I, I thought was a really really good ending for one of the characters where you're you're trying to escape with like you figured out this you've a child robot and you figured out you're a robot as well you're trying to uh escape the country uh with them mm. because you, you're being hunted I forget why you're being hunted down but effectively like there's it's it, they managed to actually create what seemed like quite a stressful like a stressful situation of like very close choices to to being like the Seems, seems It seemed like a very re- very realistic depiction of what people would actually feel like at uh, yeah. something like a, a line where they, they, they know that, that the authorities could pull them in at any moment because of some completely arbitrary rule they've come up with. And yeah, yeah, you're yeah, completely yeah. powerless in, si- in this situation. But maybe if you eke things out in like, this really specific, perfect way, it'll work out. But realistically, it's not going to work out well.
1: yeah and it's like the, uh,
0: but that that doesn't play through for most most of it it has to be like oh it, stupid video game choices and it's like uh oh these robots have a good point let's listen to their revolution because they managed to storm this one barricade and you're like that's yeah, yeah sure, that's yeah. yeah, not
1: yeah the i think they like the the one thing i was thinking about when you're talking about all that because like i knew i never played it but i knew as soon as it was like it's about robots working and it's set in detroit and it was like okay this is going to be about race probably um yeah yeah the the thing that was like the thing i was thinking of there was uh cloud atlas by the wachowski sisters yeah if you ever saw that i've, I've um, still not seen
0: it but i haven't i'd have i would have foolishness and laziness but i need to get I,
1: I'm, a, I'm a i'm a i'm a i'm like a wachowski sisters truther that like they're probably like the greatest directors ever uh mm. and i think cloud atlas and speed racer got like a lot of hate <laughs> that did deserve it yeah speed Racer speed, got a lot of hate <laughs> speed racer's so good man i love speed racer um okay yeah, next,
0: a, next time i see you we'll watch speed racer it would be great
1: yeah hell yeah um cloud atlas is very long and hard to swallow um Hmm. yeah i've heard jupiter jupiter ascending was the next one they did had like i would say casting problems um but yeah in cloud atlas um the general idea is like people are reincarnated in different points in history and the whole thing is they're using the same actor to play the same yeah one of the settings is like obviously like a post-climate change like Korea South Korea Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of implied that it's unified in some capacity yeah Um, where like the 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 underclass are now like clones Mm -hmm. uh, where a bunch of like clones are made and they like do all the labor and they're not really seen as real humans Um, yeah and like every era that it talks about talks about like an underclass or like a people not being treated like, obviously, it has it talks about, like, there's a, there's a slavery part. There's a, a scene set in the 70s where, like, they're talking about, like, homophobia. Yeah. Um, they're, they're actually very good at, like, doing, like, modern day stuff, um, where, like, the modern day stuff is focused around, like, old people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of, like, being sent off to homes and not taken seriously and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, it's a really good film. I, I really liked it. I went to the Irish premiere. Uh, back when i would go to the irish premiere of things um <laughs> yeah i was
0: going yeah actually i was gonna bring up the um like again what does a much better job of making a general uh making making that the format of oh like we're gonna we're gonna do like a like a sci-fi thing that's has has robots doing all all the manual manual labor for instance and you can you can say it's a, a metaphor for a number of potential uh like mm. um, uh, oppression, historical oppression things. It, it kind of, sort of fits into a few of them. I think the ones that should go try and try and go too specific, like it's quite becomes quite quite an issue. But like the the bit of the Animatrix, the historical bit of it, where the like oh, there's yeah, yeah. two sections of it where they, it's it's like the. It's very interesting because you're like is, is it the machines version of history because it's very much like a gradual the machines were really nice and we did all of your work and then we became sentient and you really resented that and it was a gradual decay of relations yeah. over time um, that actually works a lot better for like how kind of I think um, not not necessarily even minorities just like like colonialism works as well um, mm. in a way that it just kind of just worked, <laughs> it wasn't? Because it wasn't trying to be too specific or too, um, to like this recent specific event. This is just that, and you're like, nah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't quite work with that though, because you've also made it a silly thing about robots in a sci-fi universe. So
1: it doesn't. Yeah, are like the point of machines. The point of like Cloud Atlas was literally just like subjugation is bad. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like it it doesn't get too specific or rather it just like it zooms out enough to go look like there's differences in all these situations, but the like the thing that's wrong with it is like the big thing. Yeah. Um yeah, 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 not the like little details. Uh the little details are like symptoms of the big thing. Um yeah, so that was like I think the worst thing I read. Um the one was like Snock Girl? Like S-O-N-T girl okay, um, which is like the big project that um, Brian Lee O'Malley is working on he's the guy who made Scott Pilgrim oh yeah okay Okay. right Uh, he's working on that with another artist uh, and writer and it's kind of interesting it's but it takes a very long time to tell the story and they're going on like they went on a huge hiatus and it's like kind of seems like it's not super worth it Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's following. The main character is like this influencer, kind of like somewhat like vapid, uh, a materialistic girl in California mm-hmm. who's got really bad allergies, and she tries to keep that from everyone. She like has like running snot usually in her private life all the time, but she keeps it mm-hmm. out of like um her like Instagram feed and public persona and stuff like that. Yeah, and there's some humor in that and stuff like that and it's then she starts like getting involved with these people who are later revealed to be like immortals in some capacity or whatever and like there's a lot of stuff about like memory loss and she's not sure what's real or not and like her version of like knowing what's real or not in terms of version of events is like paired quite nicely with like not knowing who your real friends are because you live this very kind of like superficial existence um, uh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of interesting, but it's like it's really slow. And it's like really <laughs> taking a long time to like like the the immortal people reveal doesn't come until like I think we're on like issue twenty or something of this. Wow. Like, okay. Right, there's right, been, right. Yeah. Sure. There's been lots of like there's been a lot of like uh, uh, hiatuses and stuff like that mm-hmm. as the the people who make it are working on other projects and this seems to be like a labor of love for them. Yeah. A little bit. Um. And because like also Scott Pilgrim was such like a blowaway hit, I think Brian Lee O'Malley's allowed to kind like of like whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is fair. Um, I have to read his other works. He, he's got other things coming out or working on at the moment, so I, I'll, I'll check in on him. But I'm I was a bit disappointed with it. Um, then the stuff that I read that was good. Um, <laughs> 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 um, shit, okay two mangas that i read Uh um asadora which is about this like girl growing up in very much like post-war japan like literally i think the the first issue is set in like cool 46 or whatever yeah yeah. that's um but the whole thing is there's like it's kind of obvious so it's not really a huge spoiler but there is like there is a kaiju um but like (laughs) but like basically she's the only one who's seen it and then it's like her going through uh her her entire life basically i think we're up to the point now where she's like a teenager Hmm. uh, and it's like the the tokyo olympics are happening um but like the comic kind of lets you know that the monster doesn't get revealed until like the mid 2000s and it's just kind of like Ah. lurking in the water or something and it's this kind of whole thing of her trying to find it and like her trying to convince other people while also like growing up and um, very good at depicting like the absolute shambles that Japan was in immediately after the war and stuff like that Yeah, Um, because her like whole family is gone it's just like her and like like some of her siblings living with her like living with like literally a woman who ran like a gyoza shop in her village (laughs) who didn't like know her until like her family disappeared and was just like I'm just gonna take you in um that was super interesting another big one that actually i'd recommend the anime to you uh um hugh because i think you might enjoy it as well spy x family or spy family i don't know i've heard heard i've heard that's very good yeah yeah yeah. i've not watched it but yeah i've heard it's very good um the 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 conceit is very good of just like this it's like this fake west berlin east berlin situation Mm. um but it's it's it, the two countries are called west alice and ostania or whatever like it's <laughs> yeah it's, sure yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um it's super interesting it's about like a a, um, a super spy from west alice who's like deeply embedded in ostania uh, um and he needs to like suddenly make a family yeah uh, uh <laughs> to like for his next mission yeah um and like he's keeping that a secret from the family the wife that he suddenly picks up is keeping secret from him and everyone else. Mm-hmm. And then she's like an assassin. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, and then the kid that they adopt suddenly from an orphanage is psychic and hmm. is reading all of their thoughts, <laughs> but just desperately wants a family. So she's just like keeping their secrets for them and stuff like that. Yeah. That's like um, that. It's, it's a very sweet and funny show. Um, it's people have remarked on the fact that it's made a bunch of like Japanese recluses want to get a family. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what it is it's
0: pro uh pro population growth growth propaganda
1: yeah, yeah. like I, I i sometimes i just read every manga or anime that way because like food war is the ridiculous show where like people come when they eat food or whatever mm-hmm. uh, yeah. um it, yeah yeah i just keep reading that being like this is like trying to get a bunch of like reclusive males to learn how to cook so they yeah, might be yeah, yeah. like more attractive as people
0: or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which I think, I mean, if that, I assume it's working. <laughs>
1: yeah, right? Um, oh, what else? I found a, a, a guy called. Um, oh my god, I have to actually look up his name because he's got like the best name ever. Um, he's a French cartoonist and author um he made a comic called flavor girls mm-hmm. which is a uh, um it's currently running series being published by boom studios and is like a, a kind of like a magical girl genre type of thing again yeah. um but done very well yeah uh he's got the greatest name ever a french guy called mm-hmm. loic lucatelli uh Kurwansky. uh, okay. uh he's got like multiple (laughs) backgrounds it's just like as soon as I read that name I was like okay this is like an American hodgepodge kind of like he's like no he's a French French guy who had like some sort of Polish Yeah, Yeah, don't don't worry about it Um, I really liked his art style big huge inspiration Um, Flavor Girls is really fun I recommend it not more word to say about that other than just read it Um, speaking of like Francophone I read a comic called Soda which is from like the 80s the the author or the artist actually only died recently of covid unfortunately yeah right yeah but it's a really sweet little comic from not sweet but like fun comic from the 80s and it's very like fun to read as like a belgian person's interpretation of what like america is about because it's it's about this like hard-boiled new york detective who um lives alone with his mom Mm. but pretends to his mom that he's a priest Rather than a cop, because he's <laughs> okay. afraid if he tells her that she's a cop, that he's a cop, she'll mm-hmm. die of a heart attack.
0: Sure. Uh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So that's kind of like the rub, and it's very fun, and the art style is quite nice. Um, yeah. So I read that, and um, I think the last thing I would want to talk about is like a huge comic series that I binged um, called Giant Days, mm-hmm. and it's. Set in Sheffield, I think. Okay. And it's v- very British, very kind of like unapolog like very unapologetically English, um and it's super interesting that for, for that way. Um, written by someone called John Allison who and as soon as I started reading it, I was like, This guy made it big because he had a web comic. This this ah, has like this right. has so web comic convives. stank all <laughs> over it. Yeah. And I looked it up and yeah, he he'd made like comic. Yeah, he made a comic again that was set in a fictional northern English town called Tackleford. It's uh, uh, <laughs> <That's> good <enough. laughs> And yeah, like he keeps that in his world. Like one of the characters is from Tackleford and stuff like that, or whatever. Um, but it's got like that super really kind of emotional, addictive, like the kind of like successful web comics have those feelings of like suddenly you've eaten a whole tube of Pringles kind of shit of just like, ah, just one more, ah, just one yeah, more, and yeah, you just yeah, keep going yeah. and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 Um, And it's just about, like, three girls who are friends who are going to a college in Sheffield mm-hmm. and just their experiences there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, super interesting. It's It kind of ended a bit shitly. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because I think it's the problem with all these, like, slice-of-life webcomic things where yeah, they just, like, yeah. don't know how to end. Like, no
0: because the format's not supposed to like as in yeah. it's, it's, the point of it's yeah, it's slice of life it's, it doesn't have a big climax to it it's, you know, it's part yeah. of the
1: idea he even like it was really sad because he even did like a, a follow up thing um, where like the giant day series ends with them finishing college basically mm-hmm. and then they did like he did like a follow up one shot kind of thing about like what their life was like afterwards like just afterwards of like they've all kind of like a lot of them have moved to london one of them was a medical student so she's still in college mm-hmm. um kind of thing and then it's like they meet up regularly and stuff and, like that's the plot and them trying to be friends but again it doesn't like wrap up anything yeah yeah right yeah it just adds a whole bunch of new bullshit and i'm <laughs> just like oh okay sure yeah, yeah. um I got the impression that he wanted to do more, but couldn't, or mm-hmm. sales were yeah not doing well. Yeah,
0: because yeah, you need pretty good sales to support like a really ongoing thing, because it's not yeah. so people jump onto after like new issues will gradually decline if it's something that's like a continuous story, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a lot of fun. I read a lot of comics, as you can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't read mentioned a lot of comics, some of them. That's cool. That's um, yeah. yeah, yeah
0: that's uh something that you 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 complained a lot about not having time to read comics and yes you've now clearly managed to carve some out which is which is great i really enjoyed hearing about the uh the comics you've been reading yeah the, um, i've consumed very little media lately uh somehow mm. the only thing i've done is played uh i played the new monkey island game Ooh. Um, which is great if you like 90s adventure games this yeah. is just one of those but with nice nice new art <laughs> um, it it's, it's very much got a i got a similar like uh fuck f- fuck you guys for demanding a plot and conclusion to the old game <laughs> kind of like, which is which i really appreciate it's quite funny
1: the era of video games just being like five guys in a room kind of stuff mm. is a very special era of video yeah. games yeah, yeah, yeah and those
0: people still being around the f- few of them that are and their mm. ability just to be like no, I was right, and you're like, yeah. Well, it's hard to disagree with you <laughs> because <laughs> you're still making still making the content. uh But you no, know, it's it's great, very, 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 very good, satisfying game. The right amount, of, right amount of difficult. But I didn't even spend that yeah. much time playing. I think I just haven't um, been doing a lot I, of stuff lately. I've just been very work busy, I guess. Unfortunately,
1: yeah. I I um my my wife and kid have gone to Ireland, the mm. the motherland. Uh, yeah. uh, for a quick visit, and I took the week off to just like relax at the same time. So Simple. I've consumed a lot Love. of media because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just have like Netflix running constantly with things I'm kind of like half watching. Yeah, while um, yeah, yeah. I think the only thing I'll just come out with that of, like anime recommendations, Romantic mm-hmm. Killer and Komi Can't Communicate are really fun and sweet. I like oh, cool. them. Okay, um, yeah, and komi can't communicate was quite good because it has just like it has non-binary and like lesbian characters in it in a way in which like neither of those things are the joke um, right. which yeah, yeah yeah is good for japan <laughs> like, yeah. or not necessarily japan i don't want to be unfair to japan but like they're one of the most reactionary media empires within japan like you know it's it's like yeah, yeah, yeah expecting yeah. like the, 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 the vanguard of like progressive politics in America to be coming from people who making like Marvel comics. I'm like, nope, that's not yeah, gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, though occasionally people
0: will accuse them of that, but that's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or
1: they're like they clunkily try because like the publisher is kind of demanding it cynically or whatever. Yeah. Or they have um,
0: like they have like a uh one Arc they give to someone interesting and then yeah. people are like it's crazy it's gone like really different and you're like this is like one th- this is like a tiny percentage of the total stuff they published this week <laughs> sure.
1: and then the uh the one that i just finished right, like hours like before we started recording um and might be like a controversial take because i know everyone's gotten really sick of like the dirge of an- animation that's popped up on the wake of like uh, um Rick and Morty. Because yeah. people have just been like sniping various writers from the writer's room of yeah, Rick and yeah, Morty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um and telling them to make but like a lot of those are trash. I'll be the first to say it. Like, don't worry. But one that I think gets very unfairly lumped in with that is um the Star Trek series lower decks. Um, oh yeah, I've been watching that as well. It's good. I like it. It's very good. Um it's better than like Discovery. <laughs> Yeah, but discoveries,
0: yeah, well, we we can talk about that another time. Uh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, The uh sad state of I'm I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to put it out there. Um the reason I think it's really good is like a, it's a fine comedy. I get some laughs out of it, but the thing I reason I think it's good is because um serious shows, which is kind of like what Star Trek is meant to be, are no longer allowed to be episodic. Uh
0: Kieran's internet dropped, so I'm just going to say um, Kieran thinks that uh, Lower Decks is good because space is cool, and uh, I'll leave it at that. Keep on dreaming.